Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome to another Kick-Ass and Sparkly Ladypreneur podcast with the always fabulous, the gorgeous, the vibrant <laughs> Therese Tucker. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad to be back on, online. This feels good. <laughs> trying and also trying to type and talk not working oh that's funny there yes, it yes. is we've had a couple of people say we missed you last week we're feeling the love thank you yay well, we're back with a vengeance uh and some good stuff to talk about today so uh-huh. Rach, you want uh-huh. <laughs> to uh-huh. i don't know if anybody else has been feeling it but this last few days even maybe even this last week feeling a bit out of whack these are the terms sure. that good out of whack knocked off center things are just not working right things are um people are running into bugs and insects and people are falling over and they it just is ridiculous what's been going on this last few days so with that as a bit of an intro i'm going to throw it over to therese to tell us what the fuck is going on in the industry right now um that's funny i mean so for me i feel like it's been going on two to three weeks like i it just feels like it's a never-ending crap fest that just keeps mounting (laughs) um and what's really interesting is so a couple of different analogies have been coming up but what was really interesting when i started asking the smart questions to my team and that's really the trick guys when you're talking to your team in in spirit is asking the questions that'll get you the, the information. I had somebody actually asked me recently, they're like, wow, you get that specific of information from your team. I said, yeah, but you have to ask in a way questions, (laughs) not like, why is this happening? That's that's, uh, that will get you an answer though. (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) you'll just go, you know, feel like you're getting more of it until you start saying, okay, what's going on here? What, what is this? What does this mean? Uh, and when I started asking, what does this mean? Rather than uh, fighting it, man, did they flood me with information. And one of my favorite things that I got, I shared this last night on my, my Facebook Live, but I want to share it here with everyone, is this information about crystals. And like the definition of a crystal, how something can be classified as a crystal and rather than just a, a mineral, right, is it has to do with its vibratory rate. And she was talking about, the different schools of thought about cleaning crystals and it just resonated with me because I was never, I've never been down with that. And Rach and I were talking, neither one of us have been like, I don't need to clean this that much. All I do is like, for example, what I do is I just cluster my crystals together and they kind of knock each other Mm. clean. (laughs) If you, if clean, if you need to be clean, but as far as like ritual cleaning, uh, not really something you need to do. And the, and she explained from a physics point why, and it has to do with the rate at which a crystal vibrates, which is extremely fast and a high frequency. And if you think about this, so a couple different analogies came up, which is if something low energy comes into that high vibrational sphere, um, it can't really hold its own, right? So a lower frequency can't hold its own in a higher frequency. And this is something I want everyone to think about as we're talking about this for yourself. Um, so it so if a lower energy enters a crystal, um, then what happens to it is that that energy might stay for a second, but really the vibration of the crystal is so high that it just knocks it back out and the crystal is back to its own 
center. But she was saying that if you wanted to clean it with sound, how you would help clear a crystal and strengthen it is using a sound wave, right? So a loud sound, a gong, something like that. But the point, exactly, the bell. Well, it's so something that you can feel the resonance in your own body. And it works on human beings, it works on spaces, it works on crystals. So this sound wave. Now what I want you to imagine is here's a center point or here's something spinning and a big wave crashes and it's like, whoa, but then it kind of comes back as the wave passes. And so she was saying using sounds to clean crystals works well because it's like taking a rug, right? And shaking it out. So anything that was in there that's not of the rug, is gone and then you're back to pure rug <laughs> you're back to <laughs> pure, crystal. pure rug <laughs> pure rug pure crystal <laughs> but i want to take this and bring it over to us so as far as the energy going right now and how we all kind of feel like ah i want you to feel like you're you know being not it's like something is pushing you off center but it's not a negative it's not a bad thing. It's the shaking out, right? It's like, ooh, that's not mine. This is not mine. I don't need that. I don't need this energy. And then boy, you spring back up and, you're, and you are more in alignment with yourself than before. Mm, I want to take some of what you said and take it even further as well. So as she was talking about the crystals and how they're already a high vibration, so anything that's a low vibration can't stick to it. So think of even like a, a cooking pan. But it's a really high temperature or something that's a really high temperature, anything that is of a lower temperature gets burned off straight away. So, and we always talk about, you know, raising our vibration, raising our vibration. So if you think about it in, the, in those terms, we're raising our vibration, raising our temperature, we're raising everything to get to a point where the lower vibrational stuff doesn't stick. It just vibrates off. But it doesn't mean these waves of stuff that's coming at us, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening energetically with the, the sun throwing out energy waves, there's stuff coming from the earth throwing out energy waves, the entire collective consciousness is raising its vibrations. So there's a lot of things happening from all different angles and it feels a bit like we're in this massive big ocean just being pushed about, but we're not. We're actually the lighthouse. And if you can remember you're the lighthouse, then it doesn't affect you as much. Just keep standing still, keep breathing, keep being and that in itself will raise your vibration so that as these things start to happen around you, instead of being involved in them and becoming part of the ocean, you stand and you're able to observe what's going on but not be affected by it. You know, as you're talking about that, I'm, I love the analogy of the lighthouse and I want to go back a little and talk about what I said at the beginning with the crystals, with a, a high-frequency being right mm -hmm. and lower frequencies attaching and how you know when the frequency of that thing is so high something low can't hang on and we were sort of talking about like imagine something spinning at centrifugal force right mm -hmm. it's got a big spin and you're trying to hold on and if you don't match the spin right mm -hmm. if you're something lower energy dragging down it, it's gonna throw you off and i want to bring it back to us um, sometimes in the metaphysical light worker, new agey communities, we give a lot of credit to low energy, like low energy is doing this to me or something low is attached to me. And I noticed that that's a, it's a power leak, right? Like something is a lower energy is here or present. And I'm not even, I'm not talking about a specific being. I'm just talking about a low energy. Um, 
And I noticed that we give a lot of credit to that as being powerful. And yet all it takes to knock that off of you is raising your own frequency, right? So if you can maintain a certain level of frequency for a period of time, anything that was trying to hang on, you become the centrifugal force. You become the powerhouse spinning so fast that anything that can't meet you at that level falls away. And I feel like this is sort of a gift right now that if the universe is throwing out a high vibe and the sun is throwing out a high vibe and we're in the middle getting spun around, the answer is higher vibration. Mm. So what does that mean? What does it mean? So let's talk about how you can raise your own vibration and what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So Rachel, go first. Yeah. Okay. Um, Some of the examples of when you're in a high vibration are when you are your happiest, when you're at peace when you are in complete <sighs> space you're in a high vibration um, when you're in a low vibration you're in fear you're in worry you're in anxiety so one of the ways to get to a high vibration is to focus on what is going to make you feel happiest in that moment and I know Therese she likes to do her her painting and her art and her jewelry making and there are times where stuff when stuff goes wrong go to that because it feels, <laughs> feels better yeah <laughs> I've yet to pull my paints back out. So that's on my list of things that I had planned to do today. Wait, wait, wait. Say, wait, wait, wait. I heard you, you have yet to put your pants back on? No! <laughs> well, you know, some days. I was like, what is happening now? <laughs> she's going to say that having no pants on is when she's Yes, happiest. yes. No pants day. Let's make today, Thursday is no pants day. Maybe Friday is no pants day. <laughs> I am happy with no pants on. Yeah, that's absolutely true. <laughs> I quite like not having pants on. Anyway, <laughs> that's a high vibrational moment. Right now is a high vibrational moment. We're both laughing our asses off at Rach having no pants on. I do have pants on. <laughs> Prove it. No, I'm just kidding. Woo. <laughs> 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 this, this is how you get into a high vibration. Connect with your friends. Laugh about stupid shit. Um, those, all those things move your emotional state into a higher vibration, a better feeling place. And that is where you want to be. So Therese, tag, you're it. Yes. My turn. Okay. Um, Number one. And man, I've got to tell you, there's so many ways that you can get into high vibration and joy is my favorite way. I mean, laughter, joy, silliness, creativity, love those. What about, um, when you're in that funk, right? When you're like, damn, this isn't working. It's not going well. This relationship sucks <laughs> and I'm failing. And the, the quickest way for me when I'm there is gratitude. Gratitude raises your vibration. So, and this is what I call, you know, my present moment checklist. Um, it has helped me through some dark times and I am so grateful. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I'm so grateful to have it. So how you do the present moment checklist, we've talked about it before, but you want to get detailed about what's working. And you know, sometimes when I am trying to make something big or I'm trying to achieve something, um, then I go too global, right? I don't see the details. I go big picture stuff. And with a present moment checklist, it's really good to be like, I have all the water I could ever want to drink available to me. That is happening right now. It's real. And clean water. Um, and I'm in clean water and I'm grateful for that. It's something that, you know, many times we take for granted. So you, getting clear about, I have a comfy bed 
with lots of blankets on it in cold weather. It feels so good to be in there. And I'm grateful for that. You know, I'm grateful for the health of my children. I'm grateful for my own health. I'm grateful for this roof. Um, and really like a refrigerator. Cause here's the thing. If that thing was taken away from you, man, you'd want it back so fast. You really would. It's like when, when the internet went out in my house last week, um, and we had to make do in all sorts of ways. I was, I didn't realize how much I appreciated having it. I mean, it's a lifeline in my business. Um, so having gratitude for, for those things and seeing where you might be taking things for granted and, and what happens is, yes, it raises your frequency and you start to really feel your abundance, like really feel it. Mm, Rach. I, I, and to tag on to that, I have a photo of a slum village that I physically visited in Cambodia a few years ago. And every so often when I find that I'm struggling to get into gratitude, even just looking around at what I've got, I pull that photo out or I go back to it in my mind and go, well, hang on a second. They didn't have floors. It was just dirt. They didn't have proper walls. They were just shacks that had holes in them. They didn't have running water. They only had these big jugs that they turned upside down to try and catch the rain. Um, they were living right next to a river that had raw sewage in it. So, so many things, so many more things. And the smell of being there just added a whole other level of holy shit. Like, and I compare that to what I've got now. Because what people tend to do, and this is why people struggle to get into gratitude, is they compare where they're at to where they want to be. And they're seeing the difference and going, hey, but but I don't have that nice couch or I don't have $50,000 in my, my savings account or I don't have that nice car, blah, blah, blah. But when you compare yourself to true poverty, and I mean real poverty, then you're able to see more easily and more naturally how very fucking lucky you are and how much you really got, how worthy, not worthy, but you are worthy, worthy and wealthy you are already. Right. And, and doing that, takes you into the next step, which is possibly the greatest way to raise your frequency is, is to be of service to others, mm. right? So that is another, that is like the, you want to move to the top of the mountain in frequency quickly. How can you be of service to someone or something else, right? Where it's not really about what you're getting. Mm. It's about what you're giving. Um, and so when you realize, so one of the things that I notice is like it, the idea of um, being of service gets really confusing, right? We are shown a lot of examples of what being of service is, and they're very grand examples, like running a charity mm. or being able to donate a bunch of time or resources or money. And we, we kind of limit it to that, right? It can get limited in our mind. It's a comparison thing again. And really the true meaning of being in service is, is what can I give versus what can I get? Mm. And sometimes what you can give is, you know, um, like a child attention, right? Like some, and, and believe it or not, I mean, that sounds simple, right? But it's not, it's not, especially if you are running your own business, um, and you are the breadwinner of your home or, um, you know, you've got a nine to five, something simple like that. Can, can feel quite complicated. So having the, the courage to put tools down and to be like, nope, this is the most important thing right here mm. um, is a very big act of service. Doing that for somebody else, a friend, like being willing to put your life 
your own problems down for a minute to hold space for somebody else is a huge act of service because it has a chain reaction. You know, once, some, once you kind of help alleviate the load for someone else, they feel lighter and then they can do it for someone else. And it's got this beautiful ripple effect, but it's one of the easiest ways to raise your own frequency. Now the, the caveat here with being of service to be truly be of service, it can't be about like, well, what can I do to raise my frequency? <laughs> that's about you. Right? I mean, it's good to start there, but on the way to doing it, you should find that place where, you no, know, it really is for something else, mm. right? It really is for the sake of something else um, outside of you. And that act of service, um, it, the reward is your frequency. You feel better. You feel good, right? Doing something kind um, for someone or something, and I'm including the planet in that, makes you feel good. You're like, yeah. I rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. If we've got any questions that are coming up, like if anybody's at watching on the live stream or in the group, by all means, you can ask questions around this topic. We'd love to, to get your questions so we could answer them as well. Absolutely. We have, we have a few people watching. I'm not sure if what was happening on Facebook Live yesterday is happening now, but um, yesterday what was happening was apparently across the board people were commenting, but you, the viewers or the presenters, thank you. Couldn't see the comments. I'm seeing comments here. So um, go ahead and write in questions. If you have questions about the topic, great. If you want to start writing your personal questions, that's what we're here for. <laughs> we're going to answer those questions. So go ahead and start popping them in the comments. Um, so I, I kind of want to bring it back to the idea of being knocked off center. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just thinking the same thing and telepathy. helping <laughs> telepathy, <laughs> but helping you recognize it as a positive thing. It doesn't always feel good when you get smacked out of your zone, you know, comfort zone. Like I wish that I know, I think she's in here. Hold on. Let me look. <laughs> I mean, Anna, if you want to share your story, if, or we're allowed to share your story, that's, that's a pretty comical one. Um, but there are just some days where it's like, no matter what you do, mm. you feel like you can't do it right. <laughs> just saying, go for it. <laughs> Rach, do you want to tell, tell the story? No, because no, I don't think I'll be able to say it with a straight face. It's just <laughs> one of those things, like you just, you couldn't even make this shit up. <laughs> no, you can't. So I can't can't remember the the sequence of events Anna you can help me out here but I believe it was something like she was going for a, a walk with her dogs and a dog, dog, came, dog attack. there was a dog attack uh <laughs> wait as I understand it like there was a dog off leash and it like came at you and it scared you right mm -hmm. and then um the owner, the was owner like, got mad <laughs> The owner got, got mad that she got scared and then she keeps walking along, I think. And then a bird, yep, hits her bird in the face. face. She's giving us the details here. Then a bird in the face, which survived. That's, that's what made me laugh when I read it. The and other her day. face survived. Yeah. And then as she walked in the, in the house, she got a bug in the eye, but the bug didn't survive. Sorry. Uh, then she stepped on something. Oh, that's right. I stepped on a moth in the house, which the animals like to bring inside. <laughs> she survived. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was wasn't there like you spilled something too i mean it just yep, was like spilled a something else a, a pot of tea that's right pot of tea all over us <laughs> like one thing after the other I'm like god what yeah 
there are days like that where it's just like, I want to say that that day most likely occurred when you were already out, like something already had come through and pushed you, you were off center completely. And it was just like, there's no getting hold of the day. It was happening to you. Um, And I think that her response to it is pretty appropriate, which is to laugh, right? Because that is kind of something that you can't, you're trying. I mean, you can't control it. <laughs> How many people get smacked with a bird in the face? I mean, like, that's just, that doesn't happen. Yeah, it's perfect. Just, you just relaxed into it. And that's all you can do when this stuff happens is just relax into it. And, and sometimes ask the question, you know, what is it? Well, like Therese was talking about, what's the meaning if there is any meaning around this? Or, you know, what can or, I do? I was going to say, or assign it a meaning and give it a good yeah, one. Like, make it. Exactly. Exactly. Be like, birds are, you know, birds fly, they're flying high. This bird came to like high five me, high five to my face. Like, You're attracting an abundance of animals, so an abundance of wealth is coming. Exactly. Anything, anything that feels good, because we know from a manifesting standpoint, it's what you feel is what you're attracting. So take anything that happens to you, turn it into a positive, decide that it's going to be fucking awesome, whatever it is, and carry on. Well, and the thing about it that we know is that we, we are the creators. So whatever it is we decide about it, we're actually creating more of that. So if there's some, like for instance, um, <laughs> well, the universe, I mean, nature is funny. I, everything has a sense of humor. That's what I love kind of about thinking about the bigger picture is that there really is a giant sense of humor out there. But I remember uh, I was on a trip to... Uh, we were in London. We were in that Piccadilly Circus area, you know, and there's pigeons everywhere in London, right? And I had, it was summer, and I had on like a strapless dress. And we were, I remember it was like, I was with a group of people. Uh, I was 15. And one of my friends said to me, she's like, you know, you should put your sweater back on because all these birds out here, one of them's going to poop on you. And not like two seconds later, after she said that, a bird flew over her shoulder and pooped on her. <laughs> She got what she was worried about. All right. But I mean, like, but that's like a perfect example of like, I wasn't even concerned with it. So it didn't happen to me. She was, and it happened to her. So what we're assigning to things, what we're thinking about things, we're helping to manifest, right? And the universe was like, let's, I agree. Birds should poop on you. Boom. (laughs) Um, Let me just see. Now I'm going to think about it. Can't not think about the bird poop now. <laughs> Don't think about the bird poop. But here's the thing about bird poop that I've heard before. Oh, right. <laughs> it's great for skin. Yeah, no, that's. I actually, that is a thing, right? There's really? a bird poop mask. Yeah. Oh there's like in Asia, there's a bird poop mask. I'm, I think I've watched. quite willing to experiment with that just yet. No. No. There are other ways to get your face clean. <laughs> I don't need to use bird poop. It's funny how poop always kind of comes into this <laughs> We should do that, but that I was about bird poop bingo. No, just bingo in general. Bird poop was never on the list. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> wait, wait. We got to explain this. The, we're talking about the podcast oh, bingo where we need like to make you guys cards for every time a word comes up, like poop or something. <laughs> like whoever collects. Bonus points of bird poop, I think. There's going to be some bonus point words in there. (laughs) Pretty soon we'll be able to do a top 100 podcast of like every time poop was mentioned, we'll be able to like (laughs) edit that. The poop list. (laughs) And the vagina list. (laughs) Penis list. (laughs) 
Oh my God, this got so far. Okay, away. where do we go? It did. Coming back, hang on, coming back. Hussar. I can't get bird poop out of my fucking head. Stop. Okay. Stop. I'm trying to. Okay, let's look at the comments. <laughs> Hi, Agnes. Hi. Hi, Kelly. I had a point I wanted to make. There was something I wanted to say. Well, stop drinking bird poop well, so we can. Stop saying it. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Bird poop aside, off somebody else's shoulder. So we're talking about getting knocked off. Knocked off. Center. Knocked off center. That's it. Thanks. I needed the word. Not killed. Not killed. Knocked on. All the good stuff. So the thing that, this is what I've been doing now these last few days. So when I feel knocked off center, which is usually when some of my stuff comes up, fear, doubt, all of that comes up. Um, those for me are the opportunities for me to do some clearing work. So I get my source for shift out. It's like, I kind of see it as like a toolbox now. <laughs> like, get my source for shift out. Not like <laughs> Um, so I, that's when I do the work. And like we were talking about, you know, those, these times where you're being knocked off center is a bit like shaking the rug. Well, the, the literal shaking of the rug is me doing that work. So we, we come back to being pure rug or more centered, more high vibrational naturally by doing that work. So for me, I see these as opportunities to really bust through old patterns, which is what I've been working on this last couple of days. Stuff that's just, it's like I'm right on the brink of a major up level. And it's just these last few little pieces that I've got to clear up for me to really step into it in, in huge fashion. So these are good examples or good reasons to be knocked off your perch, knocked out of centre, perch, damn birds. I see bird poop. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can use these opportunities for the, the, um, for the up-leveling, the quantum lift that it, quantum lift, quantum, I can't even speak now, quantum leap opportunity that it could be okay i'm stopping right there <laughs> no keep going <laughs> no because all it's coming to my head is bird poop and feathers <laughs> and perches be careful be careful what you wish for that might be coming your way um jackie was saying she was wondering what the meanings were uh behind it you know the, the interesting thing is if you were interested if it was an animal that was coming uh for you you could actually google uh, animal meanings or spirit mm. meanings. Um, there's a, there's a couple of books. But here's the thing with that. It, it needs to be for you done by you. So yeah. if, if I'm having an experience, let's pick a different animal with a rabbit or a squirrel. There's a squirrel in my backyard that was like hanging out with me. So if I'm having an experience with a squirrel and I feel that there's a connection and then I'm like, I wonder what that means. Like if I'm assigning the meaning, Mm. then I do the research and go find it. That will be the answer for me. Versus if you're like, I wonder what that means. And your friend goes, oh, I know what that means. It means, you know, you need to um, start saving things, blah, blah, blah. That's not, <laughs> not quite it. Um, so that's, that's part of your journey is to find out what it resonates for you because it's just another way that your team is trying to talk to you, right? They use everything. They're, they don't waste anything. They're not about waste. Everything gets used. <laughs> Every part of the turkey gets used. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Now we've got turkeys. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, we've got some questions in. We I do. think Anna have, has one. She does. So I'm going to read this out so I don't <laughs> get a bird poop. Oh, there's bird poop in it. Okay, great. The therapist lined up for my interviews have fallen away with no suitable candidates in the mix. Should I keep searching or just give up? I desperately need help but haven't been too stressed about it. I've been focused on getting the business growing and only put the ad out in the, in, put the ad out in following my inspiration. 
Bird food, love the analogy, up level time. So, yes. <laughs> so the question really is, should I keep searching or just give up? Or, or what is it that she needs to know that's maybe out of alignment that's causing the constant... It's like the, the carrot's being dangled in front of her face. Like, oh, we've got one. No, I don't. I've got one. No, I don't. What else? Yeah, the, total surrender. You need to let it fall apart. I mean, and I mean that in such... There's a lot of trust that goes into that, but the constant like trying to feel like I need to fix this or I need it to change or I need to make that happen. Um, I think that energy is acting like a buffer. It's buffering between you getting what you want. And the irony is if the answer is counterintelligent, meaning that stop looking like totally allow for a moment, go into surrender and, and, that this means you know child's pose time but like totally <laughs> i'm out <laughs> totally say it out loud too i mean really like be like i am done i'm done fighting and struggling on this if there's a better way show me now mm. but i think there's a, a weird resistance that keeps like pulling you into this same cycle and i and to truly end the cycle you have to say i'm done um, that would allow for a new situation, a new cycle to start. Remember, energy works in circles, right? So um, part of what's happening is that you're kind of caught in this rinse and repeat <laughs> cycle right now. You need to like end it. Um, and I know that you could do something energetically to end it, but I think that the strongest thing you can do is be like, I surrender, I'm done. This doesn't work. Show me a better way now. She's saying she's yeah. been very much in that space. So stay there for a bit longer. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome sauce. Okay. I'm going to attempt to read this. <laughs> My reading <laughs> skills today. <laughs> My reading skills today are um, interesting. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Agnes is saying, ladies, have you ever experienced some sudden wave of energy on your body similar to a person's hug? Uh, this was an interesting experience. Like the, it's almost like a full body tingle that goes sort of floods through. I've certainly had that multiple times. I love that you're asking this because today, uh, well, tomorrow I'm teaching the clairsentience class in School for Spirit, and that's all about clear feeling. And uh, one of the exercises, spoiler alert, guys who are, <laughs> who are in class, one of the exercises is about uh, addressing all the ways you can experience clairsentience because out of all the clair abilities, it has so much variety, mm. so much variety. There's no one way. So yes, I have, I have experienced that. The thing you want to ask next after that happens is who is that? Who was that? And just see if an answer comes. You might get it in the form of, um, the next person who calls you, you might get it in the form of like, you know, you're going through your stuff and somebody's picture falls out and it was somebody who has passed away and that would give you the answer. You might get it in the fact that you're having a conversation with a friend or loved one and they mention someone's name and you're like, bing, <laughs> like that was it. Um, so you, your job is then to accept it, accept the hug. That's a great way to feel energy. And then if you want to know more about it, say, who is this? Who did, who did that come from? And then you kind of say it and forget it, which is something that is really hard for people who want their, you know, their intuitive ability turned up is that we're, um, this idea of detachment and letting go is a very um, important piece of developing your intuition. 
because sometimes you really have to walk away. <laughs> the answer is walk away. So you ask the question and you detach from getting the answer right now because you might get the answer in two minutes. You might get the answer in two days. You might get uh, some information that brings you like all of a sudden back into the moment where you felt the hug and then suddenly you know. It has to do with that detachment from need. Mm. Right. Okay. See if I, I, get, I get the tingles a lot more. This last few years, I get the tingles a lot, whereas I never used to feel them or notice them is probably a better way to put it. But now that I notice them, I actually pay attention and go, oh, okay, that was, that's interesting. What's going on here? And I, when I go into meditation and connect with my team, I feel it. I feel the actual sensations go through my body. I get head pressure as well as sh the, the shimmers. Yeah, yes. So, so that's something to notice. Um, and we're going to be talking about that in class tomorrow is uh, we're going to explore all the cool ways. All the things. All the things. All the things. Okay, awesome. So Kelly D was saying that she was cracking up with us about the whole poop thing. And then she mentions that she's got seven kids. Wow. And six of them are boys. And like wow. every night at dinner, it's always poop. <laughs> there, I bet there's always poop. There's always poop when my, my stepfather and my mother are involved in a conversation at the dinner, at the dinner table. At the dinner table. <laughs> Like, come on, it's always oh, yeah. and poop and oh, God knows what else, but it's generally, <laughs> see, I come from a long line of, <laughs> it's just, for some of us, it never stops being funny. Hi, I'm one of those people. <laughs> I don't necessarily find it funny, though, except obviously on the podcast, I'm just, <laughs> my general topic of conversation go to, husband, <laughs> anything that comes out of anybody's ass is hilarious to him, <laughs> and his and I'm sure he's funny. Yeah. Oh, I just have to listen to it. Okay, let me keep going here. <laughs> so another Kelly, another Kelly, Kelly Berger is saying that, um, let's see, I'm feeling like I am right where I'm supposed to be right now. Anyone else feeling like that at the moment? That is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Hold on to that. That's mm -hmm. a good, just Milk follow that, that feeling. Exactly. <laughs> Chase it. Chase it like a rainbow. Um, that's perfect. So there's nothing, like <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> nothing you need to do there except um, allow it. Embrace. Keep allowing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love, 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 love. Excellent. Yes, there are, you're not alone. There are definitely, like, today I'm feeling that more so than anything. But you will go through cycles where it feels really good and you feel in complete alignment. Other days you feel completely knocked off your perch. Again, yeah. birds. Allow yourself to move through those and, and soak it in, like milk this moment for all it's worth and even write down why it feels so good. So in those moments when you feel out of whack, you can come back to that and you can actually tune yourself back into here and now. Yes. So, and Agnes is saying that she had another interesting experience where she started um, creating a library of short videos, which is a passion of hers. Mm -hmm. um, and she loves doing it. And she meditated one evening around the topic. And the next day she received a message from someone on LinkedIn um, with a question of, are you interested in acting? And, and she's noticed that she's getting such clear evidence that she can manifest ev everything. And that's absolutely right. Yes, you can. The only thing that keeps it coming to us is our own doubt. Mm. that's that's it our own doubt that this works right we go um which is the technique if you're running into doubt is you need to go in reverse going in reverse always feels good it'll always help you but that's where you actually go backwards in time and you're like wait no i i wanted that and i got that 
something so silly. Okay, this is, I can't even believe I'm going to share this because it's like one of my of childhood. Of course you're going to share it because it's a podcast. <laughs> this is what But it's, it's, it's not that level of embarrassing. I mean, it's not the other things that I've said, which I won't repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to episode 21, decide. <laughs> but uh, when I was, I remember, I must have been my daughter's age, six or seven, maybe between six and eight and I remember the I, I used to wish on stars you know and like find the star and I'd be like oh, please 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 and I remember wishing <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> hold on I'm just gonna make sure I don't have a mouthful of water when you tell me <laughs> this, is, this is like the most I don't know I just feel silly because of all the things I could wish for I was like I want to have a lot of makeup please let me have <laughs> I can understand that. All like, oh, the pretty. <laughs> Let me have a lot of makeup, please. <laughs> Seven or eight. And I prayed for this like a couple of times. Ridiculous, right? Well, fast forward, you know, 10 years and I'm working in the cosmetics industry and I'm working at places like Nordstrom and Henry Bendel. These are on Bloomingdale's. These are very high end, um, places to work in cosmetics. And one of the things that would happen is you work in cosmetics, you get a lot of swag, right? Like when they want you to sell their product, they give you full size samples. Um, they do trainings where you get like a whole line of makeup. I'm not kidding. It was at the point when I was probably like 26 when I opened my bathroom and I had a fisherman's tackle box a a craft supply box for people who like did massive sewing or something like that. I had five boxes full of makeup, five, you know, and that was just my life because it was what I was doing. And of course I had these things and it took me a second to go, Holy shit. It worked. (laughs) (laughs) I got what I asked for. And I'm not kidding. I I remember the day where I was like, this is, I don't need all this. Like this is way too much. And I had to like pare it down and thinking like, how did I get so much? And it it was like, I felt like someone went like that. And I had the memory of me like, please, I just want a lot of makeup. And it happened. It happened. Yeah, we Um, didn't give it any kind of limits. It's like, I just want a lot. Oh, as a kid? No. Like, and a lot of makeup to me as a kid, I don't know what it was, but I, I was very invested um, and I know that there was a 10 year span there, but I, what I'm saying is I got so much of it that I had to start throwing it away or giving it to people because I couldn't use it all. Um, and that's how powerful creators that we are. And you can't really see your power sometimes mm. in the present moment because it's being made in the present moment, right? You can't eat the cookies while you're stirring the dough. I mean, I know some people can. do. I do. <laughs> I, oh, I got to think, well, all right, what else? Like you can't eat the steak while it's raw. If you're like prepping it to cook. There we go. See, no one wants to do that. Um, well, but I'm sure there are some people that, no, no. in a short amount of time, you'll have a delicious steak or some got awesome cookies. Right. So in the present moment, it's hard to see how powerful a creator you are unless you close your eyes and go to the non-physical plane, which we talk about in this uh, success circle membership. Um, but it is easy to see your power when you go backwards. So then you can see, holy shit, I'm really good at this. And a lot of people will find, holy shit, I'm really good at this. Um, so that is a very, very powerful tool. So use it. Yes, okay. Um, Jody says, I am noticing a ringing in my ears a lot. No yes. one else is hearing. <laughs> but I know there's, uh, but I know it's there and it could be up leveling or 
uh, whatever, if there's a word for it. Yeah, so there's a couple things. Um, the ringing in the ears very much can mean that your Claire audience is turned on and like it's tuning itself, <laughs> like literally sounds like, you know, kind of. Um, but I like to, I like to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Rach? Haven't quite got it. I've got my own sort of version of what it is. So I, was... I, I like to um... <laughs> think of it as <laughs> no. I like to I like to mist myth bust right. Like I like to make sure it's really clear audience and not some other kind of feedback. So the number, like for example, both Rach and I have a uh, shungite, which blocks EMFs. If you have a lot, if you're around a computer a lot, if you're around your phone a lot, if you are, uh, if your Wi-Fi, you know, hub is in your house somewhere near you a lot, like at your desk and you're at your desk a lot, that can actually cause a ringing in the ears, which is a not a pleasant experience. If all, if you can um, kind of uh, deduct that none of that is the problem, then yes, clear audience, absolutely. Yeah, so for me, I get tones in my ears and it's not necessarily in both ears. It changes from ear to ear. The tones are not always the same pitch. Sometimes they're a lower tone, sometimes a higher tone. For me, when they come, when that happens, I, in my world, they are like a download of information. So it's my guides giving me information, but it's in a, a download that I don't necessarily consciously know what it is in that moment. It starts to unfold over the next few days. But that's, for me, when that happens quite substantially in a, in a few days, it's like I'm, it's an up-leveling in my world and things start to, to shift, particularly when I'm doing a lot of source for shift work. That's when it tends to be really active because I'm actively doing all the change work and getting the downloads at the same time. Um, and the more I meditate, the more I go into that zone, the more these tones are showing up. So for me, it's like a tick in the box to go, yep, I'm on the right track. I'm moving forward. I'm up leveling, doing the work. Absolutely. Good. All right. So Kelly D is saying, um, how would you suggest getting on track with finding your purpose? My kids, yes, all seven are grown and gone, getting married, etc. At my daughter's wedding last week, I felt my purpose again. Now I flounder. I think she meant now, she just said now comma flounder, but I think she means now I flounder in mm -hmm. self-purpose. Do you want to start that one? Sure. Um, I think what happens is we get, we overcomplicate purpose. Yeah, we think, and you know, a lot of people come to me going, I don't know what my purpose is, but they're kind of looking for a job description. You know, what job should I be doing that is living my sole purpose? And to me, it is far simpler than that. You know, what, come back to what makes you happy? In what moments are you the happiest? What activities make you happy? What things could you do for hours and hours and hours and the time just disappears? Um, your purpose, I see purpose as experience. Living my life is my purpose. Experiencing things is my purpose. Doing things that make me happy is my purpose. And if being a mum makes me happy, that's my purpose. If doing the work that I do with Therese makes me happy, and it does, it's my purpose. So purpose is a broader topic, and the approach is to find what, what makes you happy, what lights you up, what ignites that fire inside of you. Whatever that is, whatever those multiple things are, you want to find ways to do those more more of those yes yes things. yes 
Yes. And, and there's actually a technique to get into it because you know, a lot, if you just go, okay, what's my purpose right now? First of all, are you checking in with your current emotional state, right? If you're coming from a place of a little bit of worry, concern, panic, confusion, that's not a good place to ask from either, right? Cause you're like, I don't know. I could do a lot of things. I'm, I'm interested in a lot of things. And, um, and that again, throws you further and further away from soul purpose. The soul purpose lives in your heart intelligence, which is what we teach about as the, the four intelligence centers. And it's always there. That's always what it's focused on. Everything that it talks to you about is talking to you about whether you're in alignment with it or not. That's how mm -hmm. and the, the heart only answers yes or no. It doesn't complicate things like the mind. The mind wants to like spin it out and explain it to you and right be like rationalize it. The heart just goes, mm, yes, or no. <laughs> no <laughs> it's, it's very simple. Uh-huh. Yes, yummy. Uh-uh. No, right. Bad. That's why like some people have had experiences where they've gotten amazing job offers and on paper it looks like everything they should want. And yet they are so resistant and so hesitant. They're just like, oh, I don't know why. Why don't I want this? Because the heart's just inside going, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Hell no. No, no, <laughs> right? no, no. Exactly. Um, which means that the heart is feeling the frequency of the thing, the experience, and measuring it to what it knows it needs and wants. Um, and so that's why you could get an amazing offer and just be like, no. <laughs> and then you see something that feels a little risky. A lot of times sole purpose feels like there's a risk involved. And there is this risk because it's usually the reason why it feels risky is because sometimes logic can't be attached to it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it feels risky. The heart is like, no, trust me. And, and we should, we should trust the heart. In fact, it's, it's our largest intelligence center. It is Sick, it, it has an infinite, okay, mm -hmm. infinite um, reach. Reach, thank you. Um, so it knows and it senses things and it gives us a lot of information, but logic won't always be attached to it. Um, and that's when the mind starts to panic because the mind really is working on keeping you safe as well. Mm -hmm. Logic, it helps keep you safe. So that's why when you feel your sole purpose, and I know you have, that. Sometimes you're like, oh, that feels so risky and so crazy. That's crazy, right? It, it really isn't. It's just that there's no logic mm. available. And logic is really, we were talking about this yesterday, but logic does not live um, in the present as much as it lives in the past. And it doesn't really live in the future because logic can only hypothesize what will happen. Mm. How logic works is it takes data that is coming at it and then it goes back and analyzes how many times has this happened? Like, show me the pattern. What's the probability of success? the probability? Exactly. Right. So it's looking at um, statistics that have already happened. Um, so of course, when you're going somewhere that the heart wants to go, that it's like, Oh, this is right. This is good. <laughs> yarn <laughs> is statistics. <laughs> like you want to be with yarn. Yarn is your friend. Like spend a lot of time with yarn and you're like, yeah, that's weird, but yeah. <laughs> and your mind is going, what? <laughs> what? How are you going to live off that? How are you going to, da, 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 all the, the checklist the mind has will then come up. Um, no, and no. it's, you know what? It's, it's sit with that. Sit with that. Sit with the feeling of, oh, I'd really love to do that and allow the objections of the mind to come up so that you can start looking to address them. 
that's that's a process that I, I tend to take people through is like feel into it first feel 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 first then then we look at the logic and we work out what's possible things may take a little bit of time um we've got all the time in the world <laughs> you have all the time in the world and not a lot so get going yeah no, right. <laughs> and life is short <laughs> and life is short so do it now <laughs> There is a way. There is always a way to do what you love and uh, to be paid handsomely. Here's the thing. I'm going to add something to that. Yeah. You don't always have to do a job that is your passion, if that makes sense. Sometimes it's do the passion purely because it's the passion. Like, um, you know, Therese does amazing artwork and she sells that. Fantastic. Me, I do artwork. I'm not going to sell it, but I enjoy doing the artwork. So... That's something I do for passion as opposed to profit. And, but I do other work for profit to, to feed our family. Um, you know, Hubby does a job he doesn't love, but he likes the people and he likes, doesn't mind the work. So for now, that works great. But his passion is every time he comes home, he's hanging out with his son. He likes to do his guitar playing. He likes to do his, um, his Spanish, all those other things are his passion. So overall, he is living his purpose and it's a stepping stone. So Jennifer is saying, I just want to see if she can add to this. Uh, She says, I keep looking for the purpose that feels good to me. Mm -hmm. And then she put in caps and looks good to everyone else. Sometimes Ah. it's just the little things. Yeah. Yeah. It's limiting. It's very limiting. When you start to change who you are, what you love, what you say, how you think, how you act, because of other people, you are dulling yourself. You are narrowing down the energy within you that could go out. And that that's never, a, never doesn't end well. It doesn't feel well, as good. It puts a, first of all, it, it's not authentic, mm. right? Because when it's something that looks good, that means you're curating it, right? Instagram looks good. <laughs> but it's not always the truth. I mean, Everybody's it, a hot it mess is. On that. Well, uh, well, I was just thinking, like, I had a thought today. I'm like, what if I showed people, you know, I showed people on Instagram what I'm making, and I, I even arranged it nicely, and I told them, I'm like, I made it look prettier for you, but what if they saw what it really was? Like, what Instagram says and what the truth is. I thought, it, I think it would be really refreshing um, because we're taught subliminally to curate mm. for other people, you know, get rid of the body hair get rid of the gray, um, tone it up, right? Like do this, do that. Be, uh, you know, if you're doing yoga, put it on Instagram because everybody is, right? Yes. <laughs> you're not really a yogi unless you're on Instagram. No, that's a joke. Um, but, but you know what I mean? Like curate your life. And, and if we were doing that, then we're missing the point of soul purpose. Mm. Our soul purpose is that task that was given to us by our higher self to come here and um, it's kind of twofold. It's to learn something new about yourself, but also it it usually affects other people in a very positive way. It's sometimes it's a catalyst. It might even just be a catalyst for one person, Mm. but that's enough for the universe. Um, And so when we start to modify that, for the sake of, I don't want people to think I'm weird. And I know this one very well because sometimes the stuff I do is just, it's outside the comfort zone of 
um, some people I know and I'm, and the way that my team is pushing me, they're always like, now go a little further. And I'm always like, come on, it, this is going to humiliate me. And they're like, go for it. <laughs> Just your stuff. Get out of it. Move forward. Right. Right. So, so we just need to consider that. Um, am I, am I curating this to make it more palatable for other people? Is that authentically me? I feel very strongly on that. That that is always going to make it, it's going to take away some of the joy. Well, she's, and so she's responding. She's like, I totally know better. And she says, it's the people pleaser in me. Her and I have to have a talk. Yeah. (laughs) But here's the thing. Love her. Um, Love her. Hug her. Be like, oh, you little, you just want to do good, don't you? She's like, yeah, I just want to do good. I just want you to be accepted. Please, (laughs) please don't humiliate me. She's kind of like your teenage daughter, if you think about it. Just don't embarrass me, mom. But every teenage, <laughs> but every teenage daughter still wants to be hugged and loved Loves and accepted her. by mom, right? So everybody just quietly, yeah. they want to be exactly. accepted by everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. Can't work. <laughs> so do what you want to do. Yeah. Well, taking that analogy a little bit further, someday when you're older, right, you look back and you're like, that was humiliating, but that was awesome. Like it yeah. made it so that I didn't have a normal, you know, a quote unquote, boring, normal, ordinary experience. I get to have stories and stuff like that. And sometimes those, you know, sometimes our worst stories are gold. They're pure gold because they teach you so much about yourself, who you are, who you want to be, Mm -hmm. you know, what was happening there. All of it's a gift. Yeah. It's, um, the other thing too, that I know from my own experience, having, I stepped into what I was inspired to do as my sole purpose for, for eight years was as a relationship coach, I stepped out there as a swingers relationship coach. And you look, if you're going to get judged for anything, you're going to get judged for that. So, but it, it helped me in a lot of ways because um, I had to follow what was right for me. I had to speak about the positives of it because that was felt right to me. Now, not only did that, I definitely got judged and I had some very interesting people show up in my life um, that had some very strong opinions about who I was and what I was doing, what I was saying. But it also became, I also became the light for people who resonated with me. So my environment, my inner circle, my network changed. Uh, And I also gave other people permission to be completely who they were. Now, this is sort of an extreme example because you know, not everybody wants to be swingers and that's fine. But there are people out there that are thinking, you know, well, what about this in our relationship? And because it's so taboo, then it was like, well, I can't talk about that. But then because I got out there and talked about it on a public platform, I was in magazines, radio, TV, I did it all, scared the shit out of me, but I did it. And the, the big thing that came out of that was to realize, yeah, you're going to, the shinier you get, the more you're going to attract in the low vibration, the people that are going to oppose or oppose your views, but you're also going to be the shining light and the leader and the inspiration for others who want and need permission to be who they are. So God, this, this wraps it up to the beginning because the point was be in your highest vibration. Mm. Yes. The shiny object attracts the dark, but the dark can't hold on. Mm -hmm. It cannot, it cannot you know, the, the crazy thing about it 
is that no matter how much darkness surrounds you, it cannot take out the light. The light is always the stronger of the two, you know, the, of the two elements. So no matter, you can be in pitch black darkness and light one thing and that light cannot be blackened out. You know what I'm saying here? So going back to the whole idea of um, your frequency, your internal frequency, and with, when something knocks you off or when something attaches or feels low vibration around you, the answer is go into your light. Be the shiniest fucking unicorn in the room. Because I love <laughs> right? Be the shiny unicorn. Be the, the brightest thing. Do things that you know will raise your frequency. So when you think about soul purpose, think about God, you know, like right now, yeah, I'd love to go paint or jewelry. Yes. Like I'm like, I must touch beads, right? Like that. <laughs> it's so unique. <laughs> that, that feels, <laughs> I don't feel like you know, I kind of turn on. Oh <laughs> my God. Oh my God. It's well, my whole, um, the little kid inside of me that wanted a lot of makeup now wants a lot of beads. And so I have that too. So <laughs> But it's true. It's like you get in there and you're just like, this feels so good. Your mood changes. You're happier to be around. You're more content. Mm -hmm. um, you want to spread that joy um, and that beautiful high vibration. The shiny unicorn appears. And no matter how many crappy things, low vibrational things around you, you can't take out your light. Mm. Can't take it out. Nothing. So shine, damn it. Shine. <laughs> yes. Everyone's finding. A shiny fucking unicorn. They have a bracelet. I think they're made in Australia, actually. I don't know if you've seen these. Of course. Um, but they have these metal stamp bracelets that say, be the shiniest fucking unicorn in the room. I love that. And they also have one, Rach, they also made one that says, you got this. Ah, perfect. I was like, what? <laughs> shiny fucking unicorn. You got this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So with that, I think that wraps it up. That's pretty full circle oh, right there. That was perfectly timed. <laughs> I know, right? You did a good job. <laughs> we got this. We got it. All right. Well, let's say properly. So until next time, relax. Yeah, have a mouthful. <laughs> and spit. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Swallow. One of the two. <laughs> I normally spit all over the place. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Classy no. way to end. <laughs> we got this. Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit4success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kick-Ass and Sparkly Lady Paneurs Unite. Until next time, relax. We got this.